guys are ridiculous. These guys are ridiculous. Now, how about them damn Celtics? And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Thursday, February 23rd, after the Celtics took down the Indiana Pacers in their first game out after the All-Star break, 142-138. Very little defense played in this game. Uh, we went to overtime, so the scores are a bit inflated because of that, but uh, there is that. But uh, before we get into that, I need to brag. <clears throat> and mm. Very little context. So S- Sam... Uh, and I were, were, were looking to record tomorrow originally, which is going to come out the day of Celtics next game. But Sam texted me. He said, hey, do you want to record tonight instead? Uh, I was hesitant because I had just started playing video games. Yeah, uh, sometimes however, you shut down and you, you want to call it a day. I get it. It happens. It happens. But, but it there is was, smarter. There was no, no issue with that. Just, just to exactly, clarify. It, it, yeah, no, no, no. I, di- I didn't get mad at Sam or anything. No beef here. But I, it is smarter to record tonight, get you guys a pod during the off day. However, I did sneak two games. of exactly exactly i did sneak two games of rocket league in though before we recorded happy to report i am now diamond in rocket league wow he, he, I, I i am very it goes bronze silver gold diamond bronze silver gold plat diamond uh oh, i plat- don't think i ever got to diamond <laughs> yes yes so there i used is, to play back in the day mm, bronze and silver are a myth no one's bronze and silver unless you literally don't have thumbs no one is bronze and silver what what I, mode were you playing uh we were playing duos there okay. were twos i was playing with my buddy ian uh we I, I am plat two i think in threes still uh went on a rough losing streak last night ugly ugly i got very tilted uh you very got tilted mad. Oh, I was so mad. I was so mad. We played because I, I, I was playing like by myself in threes, like with randoms. And I wanted a nice win streak. Got myself to plat three, div four, well, like two wins away, like one division, two wins away from diamond. And then I played with some of my friends and I we played like, t- like say we played 10 games. We lost nine of them. Just free. Oh, fall. man. Disaster. It was terrible. I was very angry. And, you know, I, it was probably yeah. like two thirty, three a.m. when you wrapped and, and you didn't want to mm. wake anybody up. But you were real mad. Oh, I was so mad. No, it, it was a little earlier because I cooled down. Okay. I played some over, Overwatch later with our old friend Liam. Uh, yes. Overwatch is fun because I, I don't really know what's going on in Overwatch. So I kind of just run around and like do random stuff and hope it works. Uh, and there's some there's something about blissful ignorance that is is fun to just run around and do nothing in a video game. But uh, yes, I'm very, I'm very happy. I've never been Diamond in Rocket League. Uh, I started, I think, low plat and I worked my way up. Um, and I started gold in threes too, so I've I've grinded my way up here, and I'm I'm very very happy with this meaningless achievement. Uh, it's it's uh, put very, it on the resume, exactly. In the Twitter bio, take a screenshot exactly. for the header. I will say I I'm hesitant. I think we're gonna play later after we record, mm. and I'm very nervous that I'm just gonna immediately drop back down to play. Yeah, you might start losing. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, so I would play a ton of MLB in the summer when there yeah. wasn't any basketball. And the way MLB works is similar to Rocket League, where it's like kind of like a point system. And yeah, so when you play, you're essentially gambling rank. And of course. you get to a point where you don't even want to play because you're happy with where you're at. Exactly. And that's where that's, it becomes a problem. It's dangerous. It's real. Even dangerous. though I will say this, when I was playing MLB, very rarely would I get upset with the game. It, it was like I felt fair. like it was on me if I was messing up. It's not See, like 2K fair. where you, you feel like you're getting screwed. And mm-hmm. you don't get that in MLB, which is why I liked it a lot. Uh, but my thing in my favorite thing in rocket league is I, I like to blame the opponents for being I, the way I justify it is they're so bad. I don't know if they're going to miss or hit it. So like I, I'll assume they're going to hit the ball. So I go to block it, but then they whiff and then they score like his teammate scores. And I'm like, it's just, they're so bad that I can't tell what they're going to do next because they don't know what they're going to do next. Oh, okay. I know what you mean. Yeah. It's like playing, like you play somebody and you're so used to what the correct play is. Exactly. And they don't make it and it surprises you. <laughs> yeah. When I yeah. used to play Rocket League, best part of Rocket League is the game chat where mm. you can send the quick messages. So what a save. What a save. What a save. The the quick Close chat's one. always fine. Mm-hmm. But I was playing on Xbox. So on Xbox, if you don't know, a couple of years ago they made it so you can make your own profile Custom. picture. You don't you don't have oh, to profile, pick yes. from the default pictures. Yes. So if you have the Xbox app on your computer, phone, iPad, whatever it may be, you can upload whatever picture you want. Well, they they look at it so you don't put anything really crazy. But anyways, I made my picture, my friend Frank, for a while. Mm. It was my friend Frank. Amazing. And people would tell me I was ugly, <laughs> which was the best. So then I made Frank it Frank's dad. Crazy. 
Aww. And then Frank's dad was catching strays. But Frank's dad's the greatest. <laughs> Brutal. Quick Frank's dad story. Yes. One day, uh, three three of my friend or two two friends and I had went to Twin River, which is our casino here in Rhode Island. And so Frank is a friend of mine, and his cousin Joe is also a friend of mine. And me and my two other friends bump into their dads, who are brothers, at the casino. And Frank's dad just goes, it's been a rough one, boys. I've oh, lost no. this many. And he holds up four <laughs> fingers like this. And and Frank was none too happy when he got the messages in the group chat. <laughs> Frank Frank just catching strays all over the place. Rocket League, his dad's at the casino. Big B of catching strays. Yes. I I now if you do not follow me on Twitter, one you're missing out. But two, <laughs> I tweeted this morning, start uh-huh. to my day. I go into the coffee shop. I always go oh. into the one with the famous ex coworker. Mm-hmm. Ex coworker is working, by the way. Uh greets me, says hello, mm-hmm. and mentions that I'm in earlier than usual, which is true. It was early today. Yeah. And some <laughs> old guy at the counter goes, Well, you know, they're off school this week. He's in because he's not in school. <laughs> and then I said, I'm I'm 24. <laughs> and, and what did he say? I don't know, but it was fantastic. Everybody's wow. laughing, including me. See, I, I can laugh at myself. Yes. You had the wrong amazing. person. You ruined their day. Yeah, no, that's tough. I, I also get confused for much younger than I am, uh, which when you get older, it's... my looks. Whether yeah, it's well, someone telling me I had plastic surgery or not recognize me at a funeral or telling me I look brutal. like I should be in school. I mean, what do you what do you want out of me? Very tough. See, being being thought of as younger, like once, you know, you're your 40s, 50s. It's a good thing right now. It's just tough, tough look. I mean, I even tried growing a mustache, uh, which yeah. was not a good effort. Mm mm. Well, the worst thing about the mustache, I don't know if I told the story in the pod, but I definitely told it to people, is I'd been, I probably had it for like a month and it, it didn't look like much. And then I was at work mm-hmm. and, and my friend at work goes, How long have you been growing that? And then I realized, like, the answer's far too long. And I went home and shaved it. It's got to go. It's gotta go. Day yeah, up, no. went home, shaved it off. Said, That's this is, that. this is not a facial hair friendly podcast. We just, or facial hair is not friendly to us. I no, say. I mean, I, I don't uh, know what, yeah. what to do. I get it, but it's just just enough to where I look dirty, and it doesn't look. Yeah, dirty. it it looks it looks it's too scruffy. It doesn't work, unfortunately. Uh, but anyways, uh, enough of that. We can get into some Celtics because I think there's plenty to talk about from this Pacers game. Uh, I, I know you're probably very angry, but at the very least, it not was entertaining. Got to tell you, not thrilled at all. Entertaining game, but uh, not great for the Celtics. You right, say you entertaining, I say frustrating. <laughs> Uh, if you have a rant, I'll let you go on it now before we get into the talk. Yeah, so listen, when teams want to tank, they typically would play the way the Celtics played down the stretch. <laughs> Meaning they had, I want to say, an eight, nine-point lead in the fourth quarter against a team that's yes. not 500. Granted, they have been out without Halliburton for a chunk They're of the season. They're an okay team when healthy, yes. They are an okay team. However, Celtics, by the words of many, should be the best team in the league. Uh-huh. So what do they do? They say, here, please beat us. And they do absolutely <laughs> everything they can in the fourth quarter, you know, with some help of the mm-hmm. gods for the Pacers, mm-hmm. to try and help them win the game. You have Miles Turner making eight threes in the game, which Crazy is annoying game. enough. You have uh, Jason Tatum smoking a layup in the last minute, then turning the ball over. Then Jalen mm-hmm. Brown had missed two free throws out of three on a on a shot that should not have been a foul, by the way. But that's another story. Mm. Uh, buddy, buddy healed thing. That was a foul. I, it's a bad shot. You shouldn't you get rewarded for that. But you, you shouldn't get rewarded for that. He's, he's two feet in front of him, if that, and he goes up for the shot. I don't know what you want. You can't touch him when he's in the air, though, right? Buddy healed can't put his arm on him while he's in the air. That's a foul. You can't I'm, do I'm not convinced any, any touch that was made had any impact on the shot. You can't do it though. That's an automatic foul. If you you so reach your misses. hand out and you touch a guy in midair, it's going to be foul. Anyway, they're, they're too regardless. soft on these fouls. We've regardless. talked about it many a time. Brown Brown missed two of the three. Yes, and then uh, imagines Al Horford to be twelve feet tall and throws the ball into the crowd with <laughs> twenty two seconds to play. We'll get into it, but that was horrendous. That that was not only terrible. 
Not only did he miss the pass, he could have passed it to Al Horford three seconds earlier for a wide open layup. Could have passed just him three seconds didn't. earlier. Could have not rushed the ball up the floor and really held for what could have been the last shot. Could have not thrown it to fucking Jack the Giant. Like, what, what are we doing? Yeah, it, it was uh, a time to be watching a game. I, I think I just Jack the Giant's incorrect. I meant Jack and the Beanstalk. Like and, I was trying to Jack make like the, the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk. You're really not good the with two. the uh, no no the fairy. Is that a fairy tale? A folk tale? What, what something what like the that? Hell is it? I'm not quick enough on my feet to make the reference. You get the point. He th- he threw it 20 feet in the air. Al the alliteration works. We'll we'll allow it. Sure, sure. Thank you. There could have been like further wrong things to say. Sure. You know we got there. It was it was good enough. Anyways, bad pass. Point. Bad pass. <laughs> yes. Then you're. Uh, in overtime mm-hmm. and that was a lot harder than it needed to be at first too i mean yeah. i swear to god for like the last 10 minutes of the game they didn't get one stop mm-hmm. until like the very bad. end of the game they must have let him score every time yeah it was bad i mean the second half talking- was bad they were on fire in in fairness to the celtics defense they were on fire they made however, a lot of threes however Miles Turner made eight threes. That's a lot of threes. He was getting open threes. <laughs> it's not yeah, like not a were, lot of like, defense on Miles. Yeah, Turner. it was completely open. And so will he make that many threes again, even if they're wide open? Probably not. But you can't give the guy wide open threes. You already saw him made a bunch at the start of the game. And then you continue to leave him open. Of course, he's going to be hot. Right. Like yeah. like they did to themselves. You, you can sit there and complain. And I even even I tweeted it because it's funny. Right. Players play well against Celtics. That's the joke. But in this case. You can't just give up the open threes because, of course, the guy's going to make it once he's hot. That That's my thing, right? Because the defense was just bad enough where he they allowed him to get hot. Same thing with Halliburton. I saw somebody on Twitter say, like, Halliburton made this ridiculous 35-foot three. Yeah, because he was already hot, right? Because the Celtics gave him enough looks. Like, he was getting to the hoop at will. <coughs> Tyrese Halliburton could get whatever he wanted. Dude, Tony, the they didn't get any stops. None. They, None they said, all. all right, uh, charity time, free baskets for everybody. <laughs> No. I mean, what a terrible display in the second half as a whole, and, and more specifically down the stretch. That Nuts. was a game you should have won easy. Mm-hmm. You're up 10 at the half. It gets cut down to one going – or three into the fourth. I believe they were up three. Yeah. Something like and that. then you get it up, back up close to 10, and then you give up the lead again. You go down, and luckily Brogdon's playing out of his mind and is making some big shots for you. Great game. Tatum Derek White makes too. a couple big ones after being – uh, ice cold for the whole Bad. game. I mean, yeah. you're lucky to win that game against the Pacers. Absolutely. You should have been ready to go. They came into the garden a couple months ago, a month ago, however long it was. Blew you out by 30 in the first half. You almost came back, but you couldn't ice it off. Doesn't that sit with you? Don't you think about that as a team that's supposed to be a juggernaut this season, a team that comes into your home arena and kind of embarrasses you a bit? You, you had the edge for a little bit there, but then you took your foot off the gas, which is the thing I hate the most. Now, to their credit, you got to give them credit. They were busting their ass mm-hmm. on the offensive glass, on on the hustle plays on the defensive end. They were making a Hauser couple blocks, bunch of offensive rebounds, everybody chipping in there. That was a good showing. The effort. Pretty good showing, I would say. I, okay. I didn't. I didn't feel like they were out there trying to uh, at least watch as a loss happened. They may have been contributing to a loss. The hustle was there. The execution was not exactly. It, it, it was a very rough game for the Celtics in terms of execution. Miles Turner got whatever he wanted. Tyrese Halliburton was dissecting the defense at will. Um, Ben Ben Mather had had an okay game, right? Daniel Tice with a couple of huge blocks. Shout out to Tice though. I love Tice. Did your pregame I, pick hit? Uh, what was my pick? Six and a half assists for Marcus. I don't know if it did. Uh, he might have got there no, in overtime. No, he only had three. Marcus, assists. by the way, excellent overtime. Yeah, Marcus Martin Captain only three puts his team on his back. Um, Who could have told you that? Derek White over one and a half threes though did hit for me. So I'll, I'll take okay. That All right, claim that one. Mine hit in Devin's hit. Smash the odds hit. So there you go. They that is a it. is that a sweep? Half sweep because Jack just throws out as many picks and hopes one sticks. <laughs> I cheat a little bit, but that's okay. Um, no, yeah, rough game for the Celtics. Not fun. Um, they still won. They still Spin won. Zone. They, they grinded it out. They said, hey, we got Philly Saturday. Let's play an extra quarter. Yeah, there you go, right? There you go. But uh, I, I want to talk smart Halliburton because okay. that was a big thing during the game. Uh, got a little chippy. 
Uh, Marcus Smart back in Halliburton down in the post. Halliburton called for a foul. They got in each other's faces a little bit. Fast forward a little bit. Uh, Marcus Smart gives him the good old flex. Doesn't get teched up. Pacers bench complains. Then he gets teched up. Didn't love that. Uh, nope, d- like d- that now, hear, hear me out. Did Marcus Smart deserve a tech? Yes. Y- mm-hmm. That's a tech, right? You, you get a tech for doing that. But you don't get a tech. If the refs don't give him a tech when it happens, you can't give him a tech after the ref complains. That's that's ridiculous, right? Like oh, I hate that, that doesn't make sense. And Marcus Smart argued that Halliburton should have gotten a tech for what he was doing earlier, and then <sighs> Smart got it. it. It was a big mess. And then later in the game, Smart was talking trash again because Matherin did some stuff. That was funny. Um they got the tech back. They got it. That's back. where the entertainment was, in my opinion. I think and that's overtime. where most of the entertainment was. Got yes. it back. And then yeah, I, I don't know. I, I loved it. I, I think the Halliburton Marcus Smart thing, I don't think players should get texts for stuff like that. Because uh, I think who tweeted it? Maybe it was Keith, maybe it was someone else. Something along the lines of I love people complain that the NBA isn't physical and isn't, you know, intense enough. And then players get teched up for stuff like this, right? Like no crap. It's not going to be intense. You know, no shit. It's not going to be, you know, the eighties and nineties because players are getting teched up for expressing emotion, right? Jason Tatum will get teched up for clapping to himself, right? Like, like you can't show emotion or you're going to get a tech. So of course it's going to be quote unquote softer, which I mean, I, I, I hate that argument. It's kind of harmless like, really. Yeah. Like who, they're who, intense. who is really getting like slighted? If you don't call a tech there, no, I, I I didn't see it, but I guarantee you, after the game, Smart and Halliburton dapped up or like oh, you they know, don't showed care. respect to each other. They don't you know care. what I'm saying? It's all in the heat in the moment. I I love Halliburton going at Smart, mean mugging him and like fighting with him. I lo- I love Marcus Smart going like this or whatever. Uh, also, I, I not for nothing. Halliburton, very beast. similar arms to mine. Not Skinny none arms. too big. <laughs> Skinny arms, Halliburton. Hey, he was holding his own though. I'll give him his credit. He he was down no, he there. Was he not. was battling. In the post, not, not in the post. He had a block on the perimeter, long arms, post, no chance. Mm, fair enough. I, I, on the perimeter, he not a lot of him. people are going to defend Marcus in the post, though. He's no. really excellent in the post. No. It was fun at the very least. I respect Halliburton for it. I love Halliburton. I know you do too. I like him. Um, He's but, fine. Cool. They play him in the cool. playoffs. Now, this happens. Might feel a little different right now. No problem with it. <laughs> I will say. Matherin's thing was a tech. You can't go at a ref. Like, that's going to be a tech. But, like, the player-to-player interactions, like, to, let those To go. me, that's you know the purpose saying? of the tech, is to <laughs> exactly. protect the official. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, like, in a coach. If you, like, go at an opposing coach, like, that's something. But, like, player-to-player you, you gotta, interactions. You gotta really be putting the ref at risk. Yeah. You can, you can say the coach, too. Or, like, significant risk to the player. Yeah. If you're... If it's, like, disrespect, though, to a ref or anything like that, like... Like... Or... I'm trying to like clarify it. Like if it is just like a competitive thing, maybe it's not like it shouldn't be a tech, but like an example, I just thought of like Joe Ingles, like disrespectfully tapping Blake Griffin on the head. Like, you don't know what I'm saying. Do you remember that from the Bucks game? I don't, I don't remember that. Joe Ingles got a tech during the Bucks game because he, he and Blake Griffin, like, I forget if it was like, I thought it was friendly. I, I, I thought it was too. And then I saw Blake's reaction and I don't think it was friendly. Joe Ingles like patted him on the head after like a okay. skate or something. All right. So in that case, it's funny. Is but... TJ McConnell doing the Cornette contest at Cornette after making a mid range over him attack? That's the equivalent of the, the Marcus Smart. Like, you know, you think so? I, I think it's the same intent. It's just the refs don't recognize the, the taunt. I mean, you got to be honest. Right? If you're Cornette and he does that to you, you got to fight him. I saw you tweet this. That was fire. You, you gotta fight no, him. You can't let him do that to you. See, I, I I think the refs probably didn't recognize what McConnell was doing. I do think it was like a t- like it was probably a bit more lighthearted than Smart's mean mug. Like I said, I don't think either's a tech, but like I understand why. That, that's one of the more disrespectful the things I've ever seen on a court. It was very funny though. I'll give McConnell that. It was that, that's up there with like Reggie Miller grabbing his balls. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, I'm a Celtics fan and I, or a Celtics guy, and I loved it. Like that. That was that was amazing. How, how great would it be if he just started like fighting him though? <laughs> like he's just he just like runs after him, and McConnell's like a little bit quicker than him, so he can't catch him. But like Cornette's really trying. It's like watching like Scooby Doo when they go through all the different doors and they're trying to mm-hmm. catch them. It would be something like yeah. that. 
See, my thing is, I, I wish McConnell hit him with the too small. Just, just hit Luke Cornett with the baby. I, I'm, I'm start. I like the too small, but it's starting to become a bit much. Like everyone's doing the too mm. small. You got to be a little bit more creative. See, it's like you got to give McConnell credit. He was very creative in in his taunt. Okay, you're doing the too small. That was good. The too small has only been done a million times. All right, sure. Figure something else out. I understand. Do do like put put like the L on your forehead if you have to. I don't care. Now, do something different. I had this debate on Twitter with uh, Daniel Porch of uh, Celtics Blog. We went back and forth about it. He was arguing that there's he, I think he said something along the lines of there's no reason Luke Cornett should be in this game over Mike Muscala. And my argument was I think he should be. And it, again, it doesn't matter. But I, I'm just curious as to what you think about this. Um, basically. Let me, let me pull up the logs. And again, this is very minimal, but I wanted to talk about it because I thought it was interesting. Uh, Muscala is a DMP tonight against the yep. Pacers. Did not check um, it. No, and he's that. Yeah, that's what DMP means. Uh, I <laughs> sorry, it's being an asshole. <laughs> um, but he's been pretty good since joining the Celtics at the deadline. So it was it was interesting. Confident to say to say the very least. Not a shot he sees that he doesn't like. Yeah, confident is definitely the thing. Daniel saying, don't think I understand playing Cornette over Muscala. I said interior defense, I assume, don't need Muscala's shooting as much with a fully healthy team, which I stand by and we can talk about. I'm not sure Cornette's really better rim protector, to be honest. It's at least a wash. And I said I couldn't disagree more. I disagree I think, with that. I think Cornette's been pretty serviceable on defense this year. Muscala's gotten picked apart in the limited minutes I've seen him on defense. Uh, and my, my thing was basically like, I, I think... Cornette's been a much, much better defender than Muscala has been this year. He's obviously not switchable, but Muscala gets absolutely blown by. Uh, and Luke Cornette's interior defense is far better than Muscala's, in my opinion. Now, Muscala's obviously the much more versatile offensive player. Like, I, he definitely gives you more in that end. But with a fully healthy team, you have, you know, Brogdon, you have Derek White, you have Sam Hauser, you mm -hmm. have everybody available to you. I don't necessarily think you need that extra shooting as much as you need, you know, some better defense in certain spots uh, when you can roll out all these guys in offense. And <clears throat> my other thing is, I kind of view Muscala as a second Hauser who's not as quick mm. on defense rather than another big, if that makes sense. And that's, that's a little bit weird. It's kind of a mix. I, I, he's definitely in between, but I, I don't think you can comfortably play him in the same situations at center that you play Luke Cornette. Cause the, the, I just don't think the defense is there for him. I think Cornette's always going to be the safer option. I think his size is mm. something you can really utilize being the seven foot two individual that he is mm -hmm. definitely helps you out. I think his interior defense is pretty solid, like you said. Decent shot blocker. And, you can trust him inside. He has good hands underneath on the offensive end. Yeah. And also asterisk. Asterisk here. We're talking about like four minutes. So this really isn't a big deal, but it's just something we came up well, with. Well, you see, like this game went into overtime. All right. Yeah. So those four minutes could they those four minutes go wrong. Sure. This podcast, very, very different. And hey, Luke you was might not have got four. stories at the beginning if they lost this game. <laughs> Cornette was a minus four, so hey, maybe I'm wrong. But uh, also, I was fine. He's he's yeah, always he fine. fine. It's the third string mm -hmm. big. This is the thing. Speaking of third string bigs, Tice was on the other end tonight. Good to see him. Uh, good to see he's out there, still getting a bad whistle. But <laughs> like people last year ripping Tice, like these are like the third string bigs. Like, what do you mm -hmm. want now? Tice. The only reason I kind of get it is because he's making $8 million. But yeah, like Cornette yeah, makes yeah. no money. Like, why do you no. care? No. What, what better service are they going to get for that fee? Not mm -hmm. also interesting. Grant Williams, six minutes tonight. Did not play a lot. against. Don't the like the shooting sleeve on Grant Williams. Oh, I didn't even notice. I think it was stupid sleeve for him. He's too big. What do you make of that? Do you think he didn't play a lot because Hauser was so good? Maybe. Maybe Arsenal. they need him. Matchups. Like, really? Who do you need Grant in there to cover more than Hauser? Like, I feel like Indiana's a smaller team for the most part, aside from Turner. Mm -hmm. Like, even Tice off the bench is not as big. So yeah. you really don't need to throw Grant out there. You Maybe you have Saturday in your sights, and you're kind of making Embiid, sure he's fresh yeah. if they have to throw him in Embiid. Sure. There, sure. There's definitely other factors into it. I mean, he didn't really do a whole lot when he was out there. Missed the one three he took, if I remember correctly. Yes, but then he had another bucket too. He had he had two points. He had an alley oop. He didn't do much. He, yeah, he did a cool dunk. Fun alley oop, right? <laughs> getting getting up, showing the hops. Like he just did a dunk. <laughs> hey, he any, didn't do uh, anything. 
he I don't even know if he moved his arms. He might have just went straight. Any alley oop for Grant Williams is a fun alley oop. Come on. I mean, Charles I can't do great. one. There you go. There you go. But I don't know. Interesting, especially considering and I'm not a minutes police guy. Like, I don't care if Tatum and Brown play a lot of minutes. Well, that's what it's turned into. People get mad at the minutes. Let, let, let's call space. I get it to 25 and 26. I mean, in a game tonight, maybe you play Grant a little more because Jalen Brown played 42 minutes. Jay, uh, Jason Tatum played 41, uh, almost 42. Like, that's a lot of minutes for those two guys. So maybe you try to get Grant in. But it, especially considering, and we'll get into this, those two did not have good games. They, they, like, they, they did not play with Jalen Brown a little bit better, but neither of them played particularly well in this one. Um, well, Jalen played, played well. Jesus. There you go. Played well Woo. in the first half. Sorry, I had yes. water in my mouth. It just did not go well. No. Tatum played well in the second half. Or or at least he well. played his better half in the second <laughs> sure. half. Sure. That's not saying a lot. Stepped it up. Not saying a lot, though. Jaylen so you kind of got it. a solid star, star performance throughout. You just, you just had to pick your spots. You, you Jaylen... weren't getting the whole service tonight. You got half from both, and it made a hole. Jalen was efficient. He had, like he, he was efficient turnovers were bad so were tatum's and so was smarts turnovers in general for the Celtics yeah. that were terrible turnovers were bad but jalen's turnovers in particular though were just the head scratchers like what are we doing like that pass to horford obviously is the clear example just like he's just not that a was good just pass. boneheaded all around yes, we already talked was... about it but not a lot of time left in the game didn't need to rush there you said it you he needed was open way before and yes. not only did you well, you didn't need a bucket, the game was tied. So you really could have just sat on the ball and took it to overtime if you, you really wanted to. But you want to ensure yourself the last shot or or like the best shot possible, which would be a layup or a dunk. Now Jalen Brown pushing the ball, throws it out of bounds. Plenty of time left. Could have just stopped. Could it could have slowed it up, mm-hmm. taken it down? And really fought for a good look. Let he had he had an okay idea in mind, but he was just late. Mm-hmm. Let me pull it up here. If if you're listening on audio platforms, go watch on YouTube. We'll obviously describe it, but like is it, here's going to be the play. I'll tell you to the YouTube audio <laughs> listeners. I'm going to get the crystal ball out. Jalen Brown pushing the ball down the floor. It's a two on one. Horford's open behind the defender. Jalen Brown continues to dribble until the defender gets into better position, then proceeds to throw the ball out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Here Let's we take go. A look. Will NBA.com work? Okay, so one defender, Halliburton back. He's at the free throw line. Actually, it might be the three point line. Something like that. Here, here comes Jalen. He's at the three point line, then backs up. Horford mm-hmm. is behind him. Mm-hmm. Wide open. Horford is wide open. Horford, by the way, not really cutting, though. Not cutting. No, not soon enough. In, oh, he's shuffling in. He's shuffling. He's in. shuffling there. But if if you're asking me, he should have been cutting earlier. I guess, but Halliburton's like pretty close in front of him and with somebody at his side. Like I understand why he didn't immediately cut to the basket because then they could have cut him off. But like regardless, this is a I would argue a pretty easy pass to Al Horford here. Uh yeah. like and just just I don't know. Jalen Brown like gets mad after it too. He's like, What are you doing? I thought I got tipped. Well, my thing is Jalen. What did you expect Al to do there? Is my He's old thing. dude. Well, not not even is he old. Like Rob couldn't even have lobbed it from where Jalen threw it, right? Like like that's just isn't... not an area to throw the lob. No, he didn't throw it th- close enough to the basket. No, this isn't like Jalen threw an oop and Al didn't jump for the oop. This is Jalen threw an alley oop to you know three minute bowls stacked on top of each other and prayed that Al just grew into a twenty four year old. You know Robert Williams. Well, it does, also it's like ridiculous. He threw him an oop at like the mid range. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was <laughs> just wasn't a terrible pass. It was just, it was just terrible, and the turnovers were bad all night for the Celtics. Jalen Browns were like I said, pretty head scratching. Uh, but Jason Tatum, man, after a ridiculous All Star game, could not make a shot. He 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 just missed everything. Like you said, he bricked the layup in the fourth quarter. Like nothing was going down for him. He, he couldn't hit his threes. I, again, same guy, uh, Daniel uh, Porch from um, Celtics blog. He put something out. These are, excuse me, Jason Tatum's last however many games, right? In February, 12 of 19 from the field, 3 of 15. 11 of 24, 5 of 15. 13 of 21, 3 of 16. 15 of 24, and then against the Pacers, let me quickly find the box score again. Uh, last one, Jason Tatum, 9 of 25. 
He is consistently inconsistent. It is a flip-flop. Jason Tatum cannot shoot efficiently for two games in a row in February, and it, it is infuriating because you need obviously you need him to play well for the Celtics to be at their best because he's the best player, and he just can't. And this is why the Celtics' depth is so important, but like you really like Jason Tatum to shoot consistently. Yeah, I, this may be a hot take, but I personally would have rather had him play like he did tonight in the All-Star game and then had the All-Star game be today. Of course, I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. You know, uh, it's funny how things change when defense is played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's, right? it's so, it's, it's just so funny. He made his first shot too. Yeah, and... I thought it was going to be a hot night for him and then everything just went crap. <laughs> yep, missing layups. Scal acted like he died when he, he uh, that was funny. He committed the charge. It's, it's like not funny anymore because every time somebody like <laughs> takes a tumble, Scal's like, oh, well, that guy died. <laughs> why don't we uh start writing the obituary now because mm. there's no recovering from that his career's over um imagine if scow was calling the game where gordon hayward broke his leg yeah now i wonder if he would have like flip-flopped and been like ah he- he'll be all right he just needs to walk it off <laughs> when it when it is it's for season ending scout yeah because every time somebody like so much as takes a charge scow's like oh my god they're done for the season yeah it's funny i know you don't think it's funny but i think it's funny it's so it's like it's so annoying because it's every time like scal needs to change up i listen this has come from a guy that's always talking about the fellas and the boys like i get it like sometimes you have you you have uh you you're all reliable you have it i don't need to hear about the two for one every quarter i don't (laughs) need to hear how it only takes one Cornet contest. I'm sorry. I don't Scout, need to please. hear about the Cornet contest. And I don't need to think somebody is going to have their season ended every time they go to the floor. Because <laughs> as if, and, and that one is the most serious because as a fan, mm-hmm. you can't see everything the commentators can see. They're at the game for a reason. And that's their job to give you a window into what they're seeing and to add perspective to the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. if you have the guy acting like the player's season is over, you're going to start thinking that the season is over for at least a little bit of time. <laughs> so you can't be screwing with people like that yeah. because it's really frustrating. I agree with you. I agree with you. Now, speaking of the broadcast, I thought Grandy was great tonight. Sean Grandy was fire on the call. I, I like Grandy. He's fine. Awesome. He, he can He's succeed, awesome. Gorman. That's fine. I thought the, the uh, what's it called? The War on Tice meme executed to perfection by grandy on the broadcast that was great i like grandy my dad thinks he's annoying but i like him really dad not a Um, fan of grandy doesn't like all i love grandy i think that i mean i'm a stats guy so i enjoy it but my dad by the way who's like always on his phone telling me stats (laughs) which is fine like i'm glad he enjoys it but like like, be like oh like they they, like they're shooting this from the field (laughs) then granny's like throwing out stats Bit hypocritical for Mr. LaFrance there. I know. He's yeah. the best, though. He's a trooper, watches all the games with me. He's there the man. Go. Love to see it. Uh, other storyline. Brogdon, I have here Brogdon D. White good. Uh, I think yeah. that sums it up pretty well. D. White very, very good. good. You're Brogdon right. very good. Oh, you know man. what was really great is that Derek White came off the bench and was still good. That was a concern from us earlier this year. I agree. Because he Just was getting thrown was. around so often, and when he was coming off the bench, he really wasn't as consistent. So... Is one game a big enough sample size? No, but it's a really nice step in the right direction after the All-Star break when you have your full team healthy for the first time in forever. Agreed. So it's pretty cool to see him come off the bench and still be solid, still be confident, being able to knock down threes, create tough layups off the drive and c- convert them. I mean, he was really great, reliable. The float game is on point. Brogdon, mm-hmm. money from three still, which is kind of funny because traditionally he's not like the best three-point shooter. He's the best uh, in the league this year, though. No, no, no. Which this this year, yes. I know what you're saying. Prior, like, no. No. Well, in, in the past couple of years, no. But, like, he was 50, 40, 90 back in his early years in the league. Okay. He was – uh. let me see here. Let me check my math. Yeah, his rookie season, 40% from three. Next year, 38 from three. Uh, year after that, 43. But then, like you said, in Indiana, 32, uh, 38 in the shortened season, and then 31 last year. Maybe that just 45. speaks to the quality of shots he gets. Then, <laughs> yeah, very true, very true. But no, yeah, I mean, forty-five point five this year from three, best in the league, insane, great. Now, 
also Derek White, obviously phenomenal, doing everything. Like you said, I was a bit worried about him coming off the bench, but he showed well. What we're not going to do, though, is start the, well, if these guys are this good, then do they need Marcus Smart? I'm not going to start those conversations. Well, you know what they I, should do right now I, is I, trade them. Yeah, right after the deadline, they should yeah. trade Smart. Well, that's what they should do. <laughs> because <laughs> they don't need him like they just they they just had a month where they didn't have him they were fine yeah they were great during that month right they were awesome dumb idiots oh <laughs> man it's like the worst time Hope for me to get hurt too because like the patriots season just ended oh yeah all those and like all the patriots people are coming over and they're like oh man like mac jones is real good but they don't need marcus smart yeah, great. Mac Phenomenal Jones, by the way, was not good. Patriots but yeah, <laughs> thank you for the clarification. Yeah. <laughs> Phenomenal. No, yeah. Brogdon, D. White, great. Marcus Smart, not the best game. Like you said, he had a strong overtime. Turnovers were strong a bit questionable. But, uh, big Marcus captain Smart energy did. from the man today. Stepped up big good time. Stuff. Posted up. Drew an egregious foul in overtime, but that's neither here nor there. Even though I, I will I say know. that one more than the Jalen Brown one was a foul to me because he hit him on the way up. But sure. Sure. Good, good, good. Uh, kind of egregious. He got bailed he, he out probably up, by the defense, not the officials, because it, it was a foul. He hit him mattered. on the wrist on the way out. Sure. Came up big when it mattered, though. Good for him. Uh, just a good game by the Celtics guards, uh, especially D. White. And he said, up. look at me. I can make free throws. Take notes. Yeah, fellas. there you go. Jason, Jalen, both missing free throws. I will say, I think I mentioned this on an earlier pod. Everyone talks about like the Celtics shooting struggles at time this year. It's not the role players, in my opinion, right? No, it's like not. It, it is it's Tatum not. and Brown. There have it has been at times, season. but primarily it's sure. not. But like Derek White went through a cold stretch. Sam Hauser went through a cold stretch. But for the most part, like Horford's been pretty consistently great this year. Brogdon's mm-hmm. been consistently yep. good. Derek White had his lull, but he's back to being money. Brogdon Sam Hauser's back to being too. money. Horford, I don't remember him really sure. falling off a cliff. Grant's been pretty good this year. I know he's had his quote unquote struggles, but like, let's not act like he's not doing. By the way, talking about a Brogdon lull in his first league. <laughs> yeah, right. Literally. In the but it's true. It happened. Like, Tatum and Brown have been bad shooting the ball this year, objectively. Like, both, I'm pretty sure I'm going to check my math here, but both career lows. Tatum is attempting, first of all, the most three pointers per game ever in Don't his career 9.3. Uh, 35.7, not a career low, second career low. Last year was a career low, 35.3, but like right around a career low uh, on a career high attempts, which is not ideal. Jalen Brown, uh, who has been a 36.6% shooter throughout his whole career, 33.1 this year. on What's Marcus shoot? Uh, for reference, let me restate it. 33.1 for Jalen Brown. Marcus mm-hmm. Smart is at... 33.3. So there you go. How's that? Yeah, so you? all all of you idiots that don't want him shooting threes, there you go. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean that's a great percentage because it's not. Mm-hmm. But he's also not chucking. Mm-hmm. He's really not chucking this season. He's been very disciplined, and it has been making pretty good decisions for the entire year. Mm-hmm. I just – I do feel as if both Jason and Jalen are getting – the toughest looks of their careers, probably. I'm about to go look to see if Defenses like open are more likely than not paying more attention. And if the shots are open, if the stats disagree with me, that's because those guys are creating the open shots. But just because you've created an open shot does not mean it's physically easy to make. You have to be balanced. You have to regain your footing. There's a lot that goes into making shots off the dribble. Sure. Oh, I'm on teams, not shooting players. Hold. I almost had this a, is a disaster. I, I'm a lot of stuff to say. Hey, I'm almost there again. Don't worry. I'm almost there. We're getting there. No, I, I know what you mean. And there's definitely more that goes into it than just the stat that I'm about to pull up. But like at its core, like they're shooting close to career lows. And that's I, I hate when I have a, like a take and then the stats immediately tell me I'm wrong. Tatum is shooting 44.7%, but only 1.4 of his threes are wide open this year. Jalen Brown, meanwhile, is shooting 40% on 1.5 open threes. Both not terrible, but still not ideal, right, on wide open threes. Like, they're good, but the uh, the other argument to be made is, if you're not getting a good three, why are you taking the three? <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Because like, there's that half hope that they get fouled now. And you see them get bailed out. The Jalen Brown, although it may have been a foul because he touched him, very soft call and very much a bailout. See, this is this is the bulk of it too, though. On open threes, quote unquote, which is the defender four to six feet away, yes. which is still like an open, like that's an open shot. 
Jason Tatum, 34.7% on nearly five attempts a game. Jalen Brown, 33.2 on four and a half. That's where the bulk of the problem is, right? If you're like open threes, you're shooting around 35%. Like example, Horford's at 42, Sam Hauser at 40.7, Brogdon 39.6, Grant at 39, Muscala 37, uh, even Smart at 35. Like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown being, you know, 34.7 and 33.2 on like by far the most attempts in that, you know, shot range on the team. Mm. Like I, that that's where your shot percentage is going in the better. The shot percentage going down. And yeah. though those shots are open, I'm still going to say they're definitely hard shots. Like those sure. are definitely not easy looks. Those are looks that they probably had to work for, break down the defender. They're not getting the same open to wide open looks that Al Horford or Grant Williams is getting. They're not getting those well, okay. shoot looks. I'm going to look at I'll, let me compare it to theirs last year so we can see if it's actually done. So remember these. Uh, 34-7. I mean, it's, it's, and... still, it's still going to be a similar story. Like they, Last year, they still had to make their own looks. I, well, my point is I'm curious to see if they were shooting better on those okay. looks last year. So it was the 35 or 34-7, 33-2. Um, excuse me. Last year for the Celtics, Jason Tatum. Okay, I guess you're right. Around the same. 35 and 35. So a slight dip. But like, it, it, it's interesting to, to me to see that why are they then why are they shooting that much worse than they have in the past right because particularly because jason's is about the same as last year this season last season and the year before even the year before actually we'll include the year before in this okay those these last three seasons they have been primarily the guys okay the year before that kemba walker's on the team the two years before that Kyrie's on the team and and it's not really their team yet. Okay. The the year with Kemba, the first year when they were still good, it was a transition into becoming Tatum's team. But at the beginning of the season, it was not. And I would guess that a lot of Tatum's looks were not made up by as much of a bulk of shots he had to create. Sure. Okay. I understand. Throughout their careers, their shot difficulty has definitely increased. I, I just wish, and I, I know you share this same uh, thought process. I wish some of Tatum's contested threes were drives. Agree. Agree. I, I think that's a part of it. I but think they both I, shoot too many. You make a good point, though. Like they're not getting as easy shots, and you can't just compare it to the the threes that you know. It's just hard. Like it's 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 a leveled mm-hmm. thing. It's not black and white. There's gray area. Like yeah, no. That do I sense. think they should be taking a bunch of threes? No. Do I think that all the threes that the Celtics take are bad? No. I think a lot of the catch-and-shoot threes they take are good shots, but I do think they need to get better at reading the room when things aren't going well and getting themselves a quality look that's a higher percentage shot. I understand. Yeah, sorry. I just saw Greeny tweet, Joe Joe is a psycho and I love it. So I want to listen to this and see if it's something we should talk about. One sec. Okay. It it is a three-second click, so feel free to fill. Okay. Oh, man. I am cooked. I'll tell you what. While Jack was playing Rocket League, my uh, my knee was being stretched out as I worked my way back to being on the streets running. It, wait, it is. Did they foul? Sorry. Did they foul Aaron Neesmith on something? <clears throat> he had to add one late in overtime to tie the game. Before... It's something. Somebody asked him something along the lines of, were you ready were you ready or willing to foul Aaron for that ball or something like that? And he just goes, I was, it was fun. <laughs> just, I, I, I don't fully understand the context, but it just, Joe Mazzula is one of the most interesting persons in, in the, in the press conference I've ever seen. It, it is incredible. He does not care. He, he does, does not well, give a, doesn't care. Shit. Doesn't, I'm not convinced he's respecting you guys that much. <laughs> well, he doesn't care. All he cares about is the team, which is I respect it, and it is fun. But uh, he, he's interesting at the very least. But uh, it is funny now that uh, like I'm I'm doing heavy like you, and part of what we do is we'll listen to pressers to see if there's anything interesting. Very different, very different. And right? a lot of these either players or coaches kind of have an understanding that they they can make or really make a job difficult. For somebody oh yeah if, if you're giving them good answers it's easy to write but if you're giving somebody one word or nothing like they have nothing to write about mm-hmm. the people asking you the questions are asking them for a reason they're not screwing with you they're writing up a piece now i can understand 
shorting someone if you think they're going to slam you. Sure. But if you're just doing it for no reason, you're kind of being a dick. It's funny, but yes. At times. It is funny. Like, there is a funny, like, if you do it once in a while. Well, Joe like, does give mostly good answers, but some of the short ones are, are funny. And I will say, some of the times I don't Joe disagree. is... Some of the times Joe is short with the media, it makes for better content because you can like spin those one off answers and make a piece around it because it's entertaining. But I well, I don't mean for us. I mean, funny. for the people that are like or mm-hmm. or like if you're doing a Celtics blog piece where you're sure you're. No, yes, yes. That's what I'm talking narrative about. and you're getting those quotes to help your story. Well, I'll give you an example. It is annoying sometimes. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to cough when Joe gives short answers when you want a long response. But like I, I remember he, he was asked about you know, what Sam Hauser has done to earn the trust of him in the rotation earlier in the season. And his I answer was this. just, he just goes not miss. And that was perfect. Right. I it's ran good, with yeah. that as the piece. Right. So like stuff like that, it's fine, but it, it is somewhat frustrating, uh, but also funny when he gives you short. It's answers. just like, you guys have a job to do too. Exactly. Exactly. But anyways, I think that probably wraps up the Pacers game. Uh, free throws are bad. We talked about that. You know, turnovers yeah, bad. Talked about a shot that Brown. I commonly say I would have made every time. <laughs> There you go. But uh, we can do a short look ahead to the Sixers game. I mean, we don't have to go into in-depth detail, but uh, Celtics have the Sixers on Saturday. Yep. You guys are listening to this tomorrow. So when they Which play the Friday, Sixers. Little, little, little end of the week treat for you. You might you might have said, wow, mm-hmm. we got one Wednesday, mm-hmm. and they're giving us another one? Wow. There you go. They're we good got guys. You. you know what you should do <laughs> with us is uh, if you see Geek, if like <laughs> Lewis, our good friend in the chat, Beast, use promo code HBTC, save yourself $20. Mm-hmm. On your first purchase, let us help you go see what you want to see, whether it's the Celtics, another game, comedy, concert, theater, whatever it is. We'll help you pay for it. HBTC at checkout, and you'll save $20. Back to you, Jack. Yeah. Lewis, by the <laughs> go way, is going to that Sixers game Saturday. There you go. Beast. Absolute legend, Lewis. Uh, in Philly, both of the Celtics games against the Sixers are in Philly for the remainder of the season. But mm-hmm. uh, this is a big one because if they win, it clinches the season series, I believe. They're up 2-0 right now, right? They at least have a draw. But yes, mm-hmm. Th- this is a big game. And here's why. Mm-hmm. Besides so, the obvious. Well, yes. You just beat Philly minus three of your five starters for half the game or for the mm-hmm. whole game. And four of your five starters for the second half. You were without both your starting big men against Embiid, who people say is an MVP candidate. He is. Okay. And you maintained <laughs> and and kept him in check for the most part past the first quarter without Horford, without Rob Williams. Mm-hmm. You had really no business winning that Sixers game. You did. You went up 2-0. And this team continues to not be able to beat you. How much of a mental edge should you be having on Saturday? I'd say a big one. And if you're able to go in there and win Saturday, probably with Philly having a chip on their shoulder, they just beat Memphis tonight. And what was a chippy close game Mm -hmm. against a good team? They're probably confident. They've got the game circled. They're embarrassed by that loss at the garden on February 8th. If you go in there and you take care of business at Wells Fargo, or if they change the name, I apologize, but that's what I know it as. It's Wells Fargo. I'm pretty sure. Yeah then that's a huge mental edge mm-hmm. that says, we know you were ready for us and we still kicked your ass and we kicked your ass when we didn't have our team and we kicked your ass on opening night too. So if mm-hmm. you play us in the playoffs, what do you think is going to happen again? If you're the Celtics, that's what you would be saying. If you win Saturday, if you lose, it becomes mm-hmm. a little bit more gray area there. Yeah. Then people start and it, to talk. Are the Sixers legit? There's been a lot of talk over the all-star break. Are the Sixers on the same level as Milwaukee and Boston? You beat him Saturday. A lot of people shutting up. Got to tell you that. Now, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and act like the Sixers aren't a good team. They are absolutely one of the better teams in the NBA, right? Like, they, they've been hot. Joel Embiid is an MVP candidate, no matter what you say. James Harden has learned to be more of a facilitator and an efficient three-point shooter at, at that. Tobias Harris has developed, or excuse me, adapting well into his role. Uh, it, blah, 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 all that good stuff. Now, Embiid, by the way, is a player who they're just begging to have the MVP every year. Every year, they're <laughs> like, please give it to him. Please. Mm. Jokic takes it away like candy, but uh, and he might again this year. How funny would it be if Jokic came in first and beat second, uh, like both past two years? That'd be hilarious. That would be anyway. criminal if Embiid was second over like Tatum or Giannis. I know, I know, but I'm just saying it'd be funny. Um, it's going to be a tough game, right? It's not going to be easy. The Sixers are going to come in, like you said, with an edge, mm-hmm. uh, but it is a game the Celtics have shown they are capable of winning. Um, and at the very least, you know, 
just don't, in my opinion, the worst possible situation is a dud, right? I know you sometimes like to say, oh, you know, I'd rather them get blown up by 30 than put up a fight and lose. Absolutely not. Like, again, especially in a game like this, putting up a dud would not only shift a mental edge back to the Sixers, but, like, you, you have to show that you can play. And I, I have no doubt that the Celtics will do that. This isn't me saying, like, expecting a dud. But, like, I think it will be a very good game, and I think the Celtics should be able to close that game. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing how well they defend and beat, especially with Horford and Rob Healthy, too. So I, I, I'm very excited for it. I think it'll be a really good one. Uh, but the Celtics to like combat said, that. I agree for the most part. You don't want to get spanked by Philly. If you go in there and lose by a lot, it's not a good look. However, if you do that, the only positive silver lining you can take away is they didn't beat you in crunch time. They don't have that on you yet. No, you lose come a game on. that's such time. a lame. <laughs> it, it is lame. However, in the playoffs, you expect to play a crunch time game. So say you get matched up with Philly in the playoffs. I would say you still have a little bit of a mental edge should the game be close. See, I, I I never subscribe to the idea that getting blown out is better than losing a close game. No, I just don't agree. I think that's... I don't think it's better. I just think there is a silver lining to it. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, and there's Sixers... a silver lining to losing a close game. You didn't get blown out. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. And then Sixers you can start Celtics... like making excuses like you're Max Struess in game seven. You're like, <laughs> oh, look, I was. they called me out of bounds in the second quarter. Boo-hoo. Like, but yeah, Celtic Sixers play tomorrow as you're listening to this uh, big game for them. 830 prime time ABC. Oh, is it 830? I didn't even know that. Yep. It's that prime time go. game. Is it on NBC as well or just ABC? Probably just ABC. Gotcha. All right. Do we, we don't know. Who's on the call. Anyways, I think I had to guess about... you're getting uh, Mike Breen. Treats. Would be great. Has he called us all this game this year? He has to. Have, he right? was on the Lakers game. Okay, there you go. So Do you see him one. talking to JJ Redick about how he like he thinks he botched that first like Celtics Nets game? And when they asked him that question, that was the first mm-hmm. thing I thought of. He was because very upset. Green yeah. is very rarely off, and if you don't know what we're talking about, he was on the Redick pod, and Redick and him were talking about Redick. You know, awesome, feel like you messed way. up? Do you when you mess up? Do you really think about it? And Breen answered, "Yeah, like the one time recently, I really felt like I messed up was in the first round Celtics Nets last year when Tatum made the layup at the buzzer." Breen mm-hmm. thought they called the shot off. So he didn't really yeah. have like a banger call like Breen typically would being one of the greats, if not the greatest to ever do it. So he remembered mm-hmm. that said like he couldn't like sleep for a day or two. He was very broken up about it. Yeah. Breen rules. And if you haven't listened to that pod, you should because he tells all his story and he almost quit broadcasting. <laughs> oh, excellent. I'll need to do it. I'll need to listen. I haven't listened to the full thing yet, but two more things quick before we do cards and then we can wrap up. It's fine. Um, you know those stats where it's like oh, this player did this in this many minutes for the first time in this. Yeah, you know I hate those stats. I think you know I hate those stats because they're just well, so I got stupid. One. I got one for you. Sam Hauser is the first non-center slash power forward in Celtics history. Let me guess: two to, blocks in less than a certain amount of minutes to record three blocks in a game worth playing less than fifteen minutes. So there you go for Sammy. But the other thing what is, is number which is the raster or the Raptors? My God, a bit more relevant. Uh, how about Chris Duarte hitting another buzzer beater on the Celtics? Tonight? Yeah, I thought of your little list as soon as it happened. <laughs> I have the list. Yeah, let's listen. Player, so up, I had to update it tonight. Players who have hit a three-point buzzer beater, which it doesn't have to be at you know at the end of the game. You want like me to after name them? Any quarter, sure. There are two players have done it twice, and then okay. there's three more. So well, five Duarte's total done players. it twice. <laughs> yes, he has. Curry did it twice. Mm-hmm. Those are the two twice. Three Drew more. Drew Holiday did it once. <laughs> yep. How many are left? Two. Uh, Two left here. I can give um, they're both West. Both, both West. West okay. Oh, boy. All and right. it's not Jordan Poole. People think Jordan Poole. It's he not hasn't Jordan done it this Poole. season. He did it in the finals last year multiple times. But oh one gosh. is one is a California team. One is a Texas team. So that should help you. Oh, dear. <clears throat> are you struggling? You I'm trying to think. It? I can give you the teams. Can I just, can I just give you I'm teams? like flipping through my head. Clippers and Rockets. Clippers and Rockets. I don't even remember the Clippers mm-hmm. game, to be honest with you. Norm Powell. They Norm Powell. Okay. And Rockets. Oh, mm-hmm. I, that's a crapshoot. I have no idea. Jalen Green. Norm Powell and Jalen Green. I don't Green. remember either of those shots. Uh, it's probably good to erase it from your memory. But yeah, Celtics. Uh, someone did the math. Frosty Bias on Twitter, legend. He said seven in, in 60 games. So it happens a little bit less than once every eight games, which is crazy. It's very, right? very common. <laughs> Nuts. Has to be the most in the league. I wish they tracked it. But anyways, uh, for those who don't know, we'll wrap up here. 
the cards gifted by Uncle Dan, Legend of the Pod, and the pregame show. Check out the pregame streams, by the way. We're getting some love there. Thirty minutes. Pregame stream once again, banger today. We had a good show. Mm-hmm. Chat was good. A lot of people. Very How about good. them Celtics on YouTube? Th- Thirty minutes for every Celtics game. Facebook, these cards, heavy Facebook, wherever you want to watch it. Yes, yes. Tune these in. are who's the man. So we'll get clues. Mm-hmm. You get five points uh, if you get it on the first one, four on the second, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, if you're I Jack am... and you're not very good at, it, then you get ten points, eight points, and so on. I get double points. Well, that is because I am currently losing two thirty-two to one forty-two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to keep it under hundred, and we only have. A few cards left, so we'll do what do we when you want to do five or do you want to slow it down since we're getting less? Bless you. Um, I say bless you regardless. All right, first card of the day. Drafted out of USC by the New Jersey Nets in 2001. I know who it is. Is it Scal? It is Scal. There we go. All right. Well, that's great for me. Uh making up some ground instantly because I'm getting double points now. I weaseled my way into that. So I take five points back on Sam, which is beautiful. Love to see it. Second card, quick card, rapid fire. Got in the first guess that one. Born in Flower Mound, Texas, on March sixth, nineteen ninety four. Oh, Ooh. so Texas, 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 Texas. Uh, I might. I'm gonna wait one because I I have a guess and I want to pull, but I don't want to just in case I'm wrong. So, are you gonna guess now? Or are you gonna? I, a big part of me wants to just go for it here, but I, I have a bad feeling that I might be wrong, and so I need the points. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go to four too. Okay, good, good, good. I have a guess as well, but I'm there's a lot of people that could be set a new career high when he scored 37 points against the Suns in January 2020. I know who it is. I should have guessed. I absolutely should have guessed. Are oh you God. still lost? Oh, this would be huge for me. Can I put it in the chat? Uh, yeah, I'm not looking in the chat, but don't move on yet. I gotta, I gotta think for oh, a second. Oh, amazing. Oh, Sam's gonna make me feel dead air again while he sits there. 37 points in 2020. I I could have pulled on first one and I would have gotten it, but I, I'm very deeply upset uh, that I didn't know. Um, oh, I'm mad as hell. You want to go three points? 37 Sam? points. You're gonna be pissed. You're gonna be so mad. Can I go to next? Tell me, go next. Yeah, just go to next because <gasps> you want to go. Tested positive for COVID-19 on March 20th, 2020, eight days after Rudy Gobert. That's not going to help him. I don't think that helps you, does it? Oh, I'm so excited. Pop. Oh, it's it's uh, it's Marcus. It is Marcus. Yeah, it is Marcus. That's really bad. I can't wow. believe I didn't get that. I am ecstatic. How do you not get against the Suns? Three-point record. I uh, did it say three, Did you say three-point record? No, but like against the Suns, yeah. I don't that's know. There was like a... I didn't remember that. Like I've you know, eleven. I, I remember everything. I can't believe that. And I know he's from Texas. I, I should have gotten that. Yeah, my first guess was Cornette. <laughs> Is he also from Texas? Yeah, he's from Texas too. But I was like, I, I don't know, know how recent these cards are, so I'm not going to guess. Well, Tristan Thompson's in here somewhere, so it's pretty recent. Yeah. Uh, wow, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I, I, I wonder what. Yeah, it's too bad. There. All right, next. Played 336 games for the Celtics from 1999 to 2004. This is going to be a rough one for Jack. I mean, there's like a million one. people that could be, but go on. Four points. Played for six different teams. The Nuggets, Celtics, Cavaliers, Magic, Nets, and Sixers during his 15-year NBA career. Oh, wow. I wonder if that's in order. Nuggets, Celtics, Cavs, Magic, Nets, Sixers. Maybe. Could be in order. I'm not, not sure. I don't think go that helps on. me, though. Named first team Big 12 while playing for Texas Tech in 97. That doesn't do anything for me. 97 draft. Two points, shall we? I have like a couple guesses, but I'm not going to throw them out there. I don't know. 6'11 center forward who set a Texas Tech career record with 162 block shots. Doesn't help me either. I just I'll put it in the private chat, but I'm just, just like a pull. All right. Selected fifth overall by the Nuggets in the 97 draft. I don't don't know. That's correct. It is. Tony Batiste. Oh, bang! I hit it. Two points for you? That was a pull, yes. Wouldn't have gotten that. Two points for Sam. All right. Fourth fourth card, right? This is four? Yeah, yeah that is like my biggest blind spot, is that. Yeah, that era, I'm not going to yeah. get. Earned a basketball scholarship to play for Bill Reinhardt at George Washington University. George Washington. George Washington. I, I don't Missoula's know. His brother, by the way, George Washington. Missoula's brother. Yep. How do you know that? I I almost because he went to. I had Spanish class with Missoula's brother. <laughs> oh, like he was a teacher? No, no, no. He was he was in my grade. Oh, what? He yeah. went to your school? 
Yeah, we went to the same why, school. Why have we never talked about this? Why no, we did never, talk about this. Never. You've never said that. Oh, well, yeah, I went to <laughs> I, had, I had a class with Missoula's brother. Also had class with Quiddy Pay. Who? Quiddy Pay plays for the Colts. Oh, okay. There you go. He no, got drafted in the first round last year. I almost wanted to go to George Washington because I love DC. Uh, I have nothing, though. Next. No, I got nothing. Oh. Born in Brooklyn, New York on September 20th, 1917. Wow. All oh. right. Well, <clears throat> that explains uh, our confusion. Shall we go to next? Because I couldn't tell you. Not even close. Oh, I kind of want to pull. I'm going to pull. <laughs> Have fun. Served as head coach of the Washington Capitals in the Basketball Association of America. <clears throat> Doesn't help me. I might I might have got this right. Remembered four. for his courtside victory cigars. Oh, I got this? this right. Is this red? It is red. Bang! Four Damn. points pulling from the half court logo well, on that one. Luckily for Jack, I tie Sam on that one because yeah. I get double points. <laughs> we got one more. <laughs> we do. Hold up. Let me count how many cards are left. One, two, three. There are four cards left. So we'll do one now. And then next time with cards, we'll have three, three and then we'll be done. Be emotional. You got to find something else to do. We do. I'll look We're going to have to start guessing number t- between one and 10. Just see who's good <laughs> at it. Next, drafted by the Celtics in 2004 after spending his junior and senior seasons at Oklahoma State. Oh, man. What the hell? 2004. 2004. <laughs> this is a dead zone. This is a dead I'm... zone. No man. shot. You're pulling. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I want I'll you to get zero. All right. Played in 75 games, starting in 11 for the 07 08 champion Celtics. I don't know. I don't know if. I don't know. I think I got this named, right. Named to the NBA All Defensive Team six uh, teams six of the seven seasons he spent with the Grizzlies. It's Tony Allen. Did yeah, you get it's Tony it? Tony Allen, and I got it right. Unfortunate. All right. Well, did you get ten points or? or four I got points? I got ten. Wait, or five? Or you don't get double? Hell, hell. Oh yeah, I get five. five. Okay, fifty-one, and I got six, so I still beat Sam on that yeah. card. Thank you. All right. We, we we don't worry, Jack fans in the cards. We close the gap. We're only eighty-one points down now. Chris Paul. Now, now <clears throat> hear me out, Sam. For these last three, I'm trying to like do the math to see like how many double or triple or ten times points I could do for me to catch up. Uh, I get ten times points on the last three cards. Thoughts? No. Yeah, come on, yeah, give me ten times points. Come no, on. No, because even if I get five every <laughs> single time and you get it right, I would lose. <laughs> give me five times points. Wait, can I catch up if I do five times points? Yeah, you can do five times. If I you get could, all, you, th- you couldn't. Catch. If I get all three on the five, I win. Thoughts? Okay, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> you should not like, look. What? No, you have no proof. All right. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> we greatly appreciate it. Uh, as always, my thing, subscribe to the YouTube channel. How about themselves? We've been getting a lot of subs there lately. A lot of love on the pods. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, we have a very cool special podcast coming for you guys at the mm, To kick off a of month-long type uh, theme. Yes, yes. And we'll get to that. It, we'll, we'll tease it here. But mm. yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Again, we appreciate it. Subscribe to How About Them Celtics on YouTube. Leave a like. Greatly helps the algorithm. Leave us a like. Leave a comment. Tell us how handsome we are, as Sam would say in the comments. Yes. Thank you very, very much. I'll very let Sam handsome. wrap it up. <laughs> if we ever do an NBA podcast, like for the whole league, which I'm not convinced we'll ever do, but if we do it, it's it's handsome guys talking hoops. That's what it is. That's what it needs That's to be. That's a phenomenal podcast name. Yep. Ha- or Handsome Hoops Podcast. I think we should do that. I think we should do a handsome hoop. But I, I see the thing is, I can't really hold my own. <laughs> like it'd be you talking and me like saying nonsense. Maybe. Like you'd but be like, okay. I really like think uh, uh, Damian Lillard is uh, getting the shaft because he's being loyal. And I'd be like, uh, yeah, man, he does cool raps. <laughs> all right. All right. That's a great name, though. I like it. Anyway, it is a sorry. good name. Continue, continue. Please don't steal it. <laughs> we've already had our name stolen once this is true this is true very ptsd all right thank you very much for listening or watching if you're watching you're on youtube jack already told you make sure you subscribe you can see us there we are handsome and if we do an nba podcast and that's what it'll be called you already know we're handsome uh but you can also leave a like and a comment very much appreciated if you do. We've got a good amount of likes on the last pod, good amount of comments. Uh, one guy said he found us through the algorithm, and he stayed to watch the whole thing. So it was pretty cool of him. Uh, made my day. Made Jack's day. But make sure you subscribe Very almost cool. at 300. So more we get, the closer we get to making you guys T-shirts. Some of you asking, 
At one thousand, you guys will get t shirts. One thousand, you'll get t shirts. Not sure how many we'll sell, but we'll do it. Uh, If you're listening, I think we did a pretty good job of making it a good listen today. You didn't have too many dead spots. If you are there, whatever service, Spotify, Apple, some obscure one, follow, leave a good review. <laughs> Jack and I both left a good review last time. We did. We went yes, back. Go we, on, we're not hypocrites. We we practice what we preach. We gave on Spotify. Stars. On Spotify, click the three dots under the podcast for extra options. Rate the show. That's where you do it. I had learned that the other day. So go do it. It helps. Thank you. Actually, Five last stars. time we did it, <clears throat> when I said that, I don't think we had a single review. I was checking. I made my mom do it. Just, you know, you got to get the support mm-hmm. from the family. Do you know how many there are now? It's, I mean, let me let me take a look. Double check my math in case it's increased. Um, since I said that, twelve reviews. Twelve. Well, we appreciate that, that's you guys only three listening. that we know about. Exactly. It is you, me, and my mom, and that's eight other people right in the that's pod. That's pretty we, good. We greatly appreciate. It. We currently have a four point nine stars, and you know what that means? Who, Not everybody rated what it the five hell? stars. <laughs> you know what though? You know what though? Hey, at least that shows that. Some hey, you're lucky. We don't know who you are. <laughs> Hey, at least it shows they're being honest out there. And at least we know that the four star didn't come from one of us. Right? Who the hell's just... rating it four stars? <laughs> like, seriously, like, who likes us enough to go, like, review it? Because we asked people to review it last time. Please do and do it but, again. But, like, this only time. gives us a four star. It's very funny, though. Hey, <laughs> we appreciate you. And hey, I'll say this. I'm going to check again by next pod. Every mm-hmm. pod, I'm going to check and see if there's a new review. Again, the three dots under the podcast on Spotify. Hit rate the show. Rate us however many stars you think we deserve. No, no. Prefer- you you prefer- do five. Preferably five. You we, see one star, take it five times. You got it. Five stars. <laughs> well, thank you for the ratings and keep it coming. We appreciate you all. Make sure if you're using SeatGeek, use promo code HBTC. Just like our boy, Lewis. Who's Legend. going to the game against the Sixers when you're listening tomorrow? Yes, he got yes. a discount. You can get one too. Be like Lewis. Be uh, like Lewis. Very loyal listener gets a hashtag. Lot of be bumps. like Lewis. Be like yes. Lewis. That's what you want, and that's what we want. He's the first one. We've only been doing it for like a month. Peace. <laughs> we get this ticker, and I read it, and I, I read it funny, and he finally mm-hmm. did it. Uh, socials. How about them C's? Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at How About Them Seas. Facebook is just the name of the pod. We're live on the Facebook, live on the Twitter, every pregame, every time we do one of the weekly streams. 30 minutes before every game. We are there. You can see us, sometimes with Tim. He'll be there, too. Legend. Tim the legend, yes. You can follow Jack at Jack Simone NBA on Twitter. Good tweets, good Celtics blog work. You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. Good tweets, good pictures of me when I'm sick. That's it for us. Bye. Check, check.